0: Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Last week I was thinking about a particular quote that I wanted to use, but I couldn't remember where I'd heard it. I couldn't do a word search in the PDF files of the transcribed lectures because I'd only heard it in one of the lectures in Neville's own voice. So the only thing I could do was trust imagination. I decided last week that I would find the right lecture at the beginning of this week. I wasn't searching for it today. I hadn't forgotten about wanting it. I just trusted that I had the quote, that I would find the lecture with no problem. So I was... Uh, started playing a lecture today that was next on my list. I recently decided to go back through Neville's audio files alphabetically, not for any real reason other than I just wanted to hit uh, or listen to all of his lectures, the ones in his own voice. I love those. I love hearing Neville, the way he talks, and you can really get the meaning of what he's saying, I believe, uh, more thoroughly by listening to him and hearing the way he says uh, the things he says. Anyway, I wanted to just make sure I'd gotten to listen to all of his lectures again. So I started with A, and today I came up to consummation. About a half hour into that quote, he tells the story about his wife being in the hospital, and the day he was about to bring her home, he was talking to the billing department. They told him there was nothing left to pay, that in fact he had overpaid and had a credit on the account. So he gets home with Bill, his wife, and he opens the mail. Now, in the mail that day was a bill from that same hospital for over $5,000. He called the hospital. The woman he spoke with said it was a computer error. She told him they would clear it up and for him not to worry. Now, here's my favorite quote. Neville said, may I tell you, I do not worry. (laughs) I love that. I remember the first first time I heard him share that story. It was a couple of years ago. I was mowing grass, listening with my earbuds. And when I heard him say, I do not worry, I thought, damn, that's badass. What an attitude. I knew right then I wanted that state of mind. I wanted to be like Neville. That's the first time I really started thinking of Neville as a state. Because he is, just as Mike is a state a state of consciousness, and just as you are, all of us are God, dreaming these states of consciousness. But I wanted then to be like that. I wanted to be able to say with confidence, I do not worry. Now, I'd love to tell you that that Neville state became my dwelling place overnight. It didn't. Throughout Neville's lectures, he says that worrying discloses the lack of faith in the sovereignty of God. If you worry, you don't believe in your imagination, for worry is your confession of your lack of faith in God. In the lecture, Our Real Beliefs Are What We Live By, Neville says, If I worry, I'm imagining, am I not? Am I not fulfilling the statement of Job? And my fears have come upon me. So if I worry about a problem, he can't find a job, things are going from bad to worse, I can't pay my bills, and I'm worried. Do I really believe that imagining creates reality? If I do, I couldn't worry. For worry is to only conjure what I fear in this world. I'm going to reread that one. I couldn't worry. For worry is to only conjure what I fear in this world. For worry is an imaginal act. I couldn't possibly be concerned about anything if I really believe that imagining creates reality. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe you received it, and you will. If you actually believe that, really believe it, not just give it lip service, you could not then worry. You couldn't. For worry is simply a confession of your lack of faith in the claim that imagining creates reality. In The Art of Imagining, Neville says, you are creating everything in your world and no one else is doing it they are only instruments through which you are expressing this enormous power i would get so frustrated with myself because i felt i couldn't shake that habit of worry i knew what neville taught and even brought about some lovely things in my life i had some great wins some wonderful success stories but that damned habit of worry was a tough one or so i imagined As long as I continued to imagine that worry was hard to uh, get out of my life, that's what I continued to experience. In consummation, Neville does a wonderful job explaining how to get to that point of not worrying or worrying less and less. For me, it came down to really, I mean, really knowing who I am and knowing that the I am spoken of in the Bible is my I am, my awareness of being, my imagination. If you've been reading Neville or listening to his lectures, you know that he uses imagination, awareness, and God interchangeably. In the lecture consummation, he uses Bible verses to explain what he means when he says imagining creates reality. I always feel like a preacher, like I'm in church when I refer to the Bible. Turn in your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 and 5. Hallelujah. So anyway, he starts with Deuteronomy 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Now, if you have a concordance, you can look it up and see that Israel means he will rule as God. So this is my translation of that verse. Listen, you who will rule as God, I am. Our I am is one I am. Listen you. Yeah, you listening to me right now. I am. Our I am is one I am. There is no devil out there lurking in the shadows, scheming to destroy you. There's no Illuminati. Oh yeah, I can't believe he said the word on his podcast. <laughs> there is no deep state or elite force out there that has any power over you. There is nothing outside of I am. Going back to the lecture, Neville talks about how Jesus was asked which commandment was greatest. And he uses Deuteronomy 6 and Leviticus 19 to answer. In Mark chapter 12, Jesus says, the most important commandment is Israel, listen. The Lord our God is one. You are to love the Lord your God with every passion of your heart, with all the energy of your being, with every thought that is within you and with all of your strength. And the second is this. Now he's quoting Leviticus 19. You must love your neighbor in the same way you love yourself. You will never find a greater commandment than these. My translation of those verses. The most important one is this. You, who will rule as God, listen, the I am, our I am, is one I am. Love your I am with all of your being. Love others the same way you love yourself. Love others regardless of the color of their skin, the language they speak, the clothes they wear, their background, their politics. Love them all unconditionally because they are you. If the first part of the greatest commandment is true, that my I am, my awareness of being is one with your awareness of being, then there really is not any separation. There is no other. We are all truly one. And knowing that, the second part of the commandment comes naturally, loving others as myself, because they are myself, my true self. The I am, our I am, is one I am. So whatever I am doing to another, I am doing to self. Neville says the whole vast world is the individual pushed out to bear witness to the activity taking place within him. So knowing that seeming others and the world around me is only reflecting what I am imagining, then how can I worry what another can do to me? They're only reflecting what I'm imagining. There is no one outside of me that can harm me or help me. Neville goes on to say, forgive all seeming others. Understanding the unity of being, I want to forgive every aspect of my own being. For in my own being, I caused it. I could not become aware of it were it not within me that it happened. It happened within me. Now I witness it and it bears witness to what I did within myself. The whole vast world is myself pushed out. Yeah, Mike, what about my finances, my diagnosis and my relationship? Well, in Deuteronomy 32, it says, I kill and I make alive, I wound and I heal. In Isaiah 45, it says, I am the Lord and there is none else. I form the light and create darkness. I make prosperity and create doom. I am the Lord who does all these things. My translation of those verses goes like this. My imagination kills and gives life. My imagination wounds and heals. My imagination creates the light and the darkness. My imagination creates prosperity and lack. My financial situation is what I am imagining. I give life to the infinite states of consciousness by identifying myself with any of those states. By dwelling in that state, I objectify it in my life. Now, the good thing is I can move from any unlovely state. I can move from a wonderful state into a more wonderful state by removing my attention to it and place my awareness in another state by knowing what I want to experience, I assume the feeling of that desire already fulfilled in my life. I'm already feeling what it feels like to be financially free, to be healthy, to be loved and in love. I take on that feeling. I identify myself with that feeling. I sustain it. The state that would have produced those same feelings must be objectified in my life. Neville refers to that as the law of reversibility in the book, the prayer, uh, the book is titled, Prayer, The Art of Believing. It's a wonderful book, you should read it. (laughs) I would be lying to you if I said, I never worry. Of course I do. But I know that the worry is caused by the state I'm in. I know I, and only I, moved into that state. I can blame no one else. And I know how to move from that state. Neville says, the day will come when you will accept these two commandments, that there is only one causation in the world. He didn't cause it. She didn't cause it. They didn't cause it. I am causing it. That is the only cause in the world. Are you big enough to accept that responsibility? That no one in the world has caused anything that ever hurt you or praised you. You're doing it all within yourself, and they bear witness to what you are doing and have done. For me, knowing that I am the only cause, how can I really worry? Worrying will only make the unlovely state more real for me, knowing my imagination is the cause. I only need to change what I am imagining. Every change made within me will be reflected in my world. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty.